0: Hey family, thank you for following and trusting the path that led you here. This is Flowspace Conscious Conversations with J&D. I'm Jerica,
1: and I'm Deandra. Our discussions will be led by intuition and spirit as we continue to evolve and learn about what it means to live an earthly human experience any sense of anything that anything like make sense not in a way of like seeking what's the meaning behind everything but did anything land as you
0: were experiencing all of this so what landed for me or like not what landed because nothing has landed but I think what keeps coming up for me is the concept of, like, what is this initiation trying to initiate me into? What capacity is being extended? And, yeah, it's just really that. That's as far as I can take it.
1: Yeah, because it feels like it's not important to really dive too deeply into this momentary experience. Um, It's more so like to, to maintain the zoom out perspective and remain in gratitude when navigating the moment that's fleeing anyways and anchoring in deeper through integration and embodiment all that you have received recently in a very external way in in a way that involves a population that you otherwise wouldn't be involved in in this capacity why that is or what's to come of it is unclear but it feels very grand just because of the polarity of your way of being in comparison to what you're being surrounded by
0: yeah i think that So that's where it gets tricky within my own mind. Like I said, like the internal dialogue and two different conversations can be taking place because one part of me can accept that and remain in gratitude. Like, okay, like I said, like, what is this initiation trying to initiate me into? What is the lesson here? You know, seeing the world from that lens that everything is medicine and everything is serving in every moment. And like you said, it's such a fleeing moment. So not being attached to the stories being created in the moment. But then the other side of me, which I'm realizing as I'm about to say it, is asking not so much like the why, why is this happening, but asking of the moment in terms of do I really need to be doing this, but not from an entitled place, because at one point in life, I would operate from that entitled state uh, place where it would be something like oh, I, I'm too good for this. I don't deserve this. I don't need this. It's different than that kind of questioning. It's more so, am I falling back into an old pattern? Am I putting myself through the ringer where I don't need to be? It's that type of questioning. But then the other side is like, yeah, but you're in the situation. So why are you in this situation? And then the other brain can be like, yeah, but you put yourself in this situation. You made all these choices leading up to this very moment. So that's where the conflict can occur within my mind.
1: Yeah, it's so fascinating, though, because it's tricky in a way where depending on how we perceive what we're experiencing, what environment we're in or whatever external circumstances are taking place, how we relate to it then can then inspire these kinds of questions or dialogs within the mind, Because when all is well, like these questions of like, oh, why is everything working out for me? That doesn't come to mind. Um, But it's always right after or like when we're close to the end of whatever can appear as like an initiation, a difficulty or like or confusing experience. Um, We're able to see clearer as to why it happened. And it reminds me of the concept of how Confusion is self-induced as are problems.
0: Yeah, it is self-induced. And what you just said, lit a light bulb within myself where, yes, when things are going well, I don't question it. I appreciate it and I acknowledge it and I express gratitude. And that's the extent of it because I'm so grateful for the moment, for what's being considered for what I consider well, for what I consider is going well. but then when challenges or I don't even want to call it a challenge because I don't feel like I'm moving through anything challenging. it's just when something occurs that makes me question do I even want to be doing this? I can find myself allowing a spiral to slowly begin. and I want to say that the lady yesterday or two days ago at Macy's, That's a form of an earth angel because she told me, clear as day, it's a choice. You know, like I'm keeping, I'm taking note of all of these subtle messages that I've been receiving to really ground in that I am the one that's in control of all that's unfolding because it's all a choice that I either am making or have made in the past. So taking ownership and responsibility of my actions doesn't allow me to fall into victim mentality and doesn't allow me to see what's unfolding as a challenge and I think that that's a really big growth marker for myself because it just lightens the load so like yes I'm moving through something that I might not want to move through or I might feel is unideal but I don't have a heavy attachment towards it where I start building resentment towards myself for putting myself in the situation and things like that. Yes, that is so powerful, so monumental,
1: because in that moment with that Earth Angel and Macy's, I took note of how you responded when she asked, oh, you must like the job or something like that, and you said yes, and I took note of... The show of growth that that um, shows in the way that you responded because it was an empowered, like owning your experience, your reality, your choices, and not being in the victim mindset. And that in itself allows the blessings that the experience has to offer you to be received more smoothly without such turbulence um and also while you were speaking it connected me deeper to your recent experience um when in your last travels and it can be like similar energy but much lighter because of the integration that you've embodied thus far from the teachings that that last experience really um initiated you into receiving Um, so it's like how much can you integrate that and how like when you initially were experiencing those unideal circumstances in your last travels how just within a day you were able to shift that whole experience to something that served you so greatly and it only uplifted you and connected you deeper to yourself your power your faith your connection and to your um, important relationships in your life
0: yeah, exactly, and that's what allows me to not quickly act on momentary feelings or thoughts. It allows me to check them like, okay, wait. But that's what I was saying in the beginning when we first started speaking that I don't I don't understand as of yet how <laughs> the moment how to distinguish the moment serving versus me putting myself through the ringer, like it could just be one in the same but the question that keeps coming up is do I want to do this and I think the immediate answer could be no I don't want to do this so then the follow-up question is so then why are you doing it and that's where the like oh just you're here everything unfolds let it unfold, see what it has to offer can come into play. But then also it's a contradiction. It's like hurting my brain thinking about it because it's a contradiction if you believe that everything is a divine alignment or divine unfolding and then you creating your own reality. So it's like, how do those two worlds intertwine, I guess, to create the moment that is the moment? is it divine or is it you making choices ultimately that is divine?
1: Yeah it feels like the guidance is there the choice is ours to follow it and that's where those two worlds collide because like you're in this situation from divine guidance that you received and you trusted and you acted upon and it's been a smooth experience thus far Um, and then to bring back the questions that you were asking yourself right now like oh um do i want to be doing this and your immediate answer is no why not
0: that's such a great question to ask that i haven't even considered because it was the immediate question that follows up is so then why am i and exploring why not i think is really useful and something that you said to me the other day keeps replaying in my mind that God doesn't take a day off. So why do I think I can take a day off? Um, And I shared it with... yeah, That God doesn't get tired, so why should we? Okay, I keep remembering it as God doesn't take a day off. So why do I think I need a day off? And I shared it with French and he was like, oh, God does take a day off. Uh, Sunday is the holy day. So I was like, dang, that contradicts like the feeling that I had, because it's like, yeah, God deserves a day off, you know, I deserve a day off, too, so, yeah, but it's, like, how you
1: apply it, you know, it's not like that to apply to everything, because, like, where I had originally learned that message, um, the message that follows that is, on Sundays, um, devote yourself to God, Um, it's more than just, like, expressing gratitude throughout the day, but like taking time out of our life to devote simply to praising all of the blessings that we're awarded and granted. And like really, and it's not like, oh, she used the example of like, oh, go to church. She was like, everyone. it's not about like, oh, if you believe in the religion or whatever, it's about like just spend like devoting time to simply just praise. um. And that's, like, that balance of, like, it's not about having a day off or taking time off to do nothing, but sometimes it's not about, like, following the guidance to the next action, but what's in alignment to do in the moment, and sometimes that is to do nothing, but everything is done intentionally. It's not out of, like, laziness or, like, not wanting to put in the effort, because when it's time to relax we'll know that and it'll feel good to do that because we know that we've done what's been asked of us thus far.
0: I don't know about you, but for me, I could always feel like it's time to relax. (laughs) Oh my God. And I'm serious.
1: (laughs) I know you are. For me lately, it's been feeling like, like these past few days, I've finished what's been on my guided to-do list of different things that I want to do. I want to finish the workshop. I wanted to finish my exam for the course that we're in. Uh, I wanted to begin reading this book, Um, having a flow throughout my day. Like I want to have a routine which I've established. So I feel like I can always revert to if ever like my day is different, I feel grounded in knowing that I have a routine to fall back on. Um, So that has given me more space in my mind um, to navigate the day as I choose. And it feels rewarding to do the things that I feel guided to do because I'm giving the energy to do it. And if if I feel like not doing it, it's because my human feels like, oh, I've done enough. And that's where I feel that about like God doesn't get tired so why should I comes into place when it's like I know I should be doing something but I'm choosing not to from a place of like I'm not extending myself the worth that I deserve like oh I'm not worthy of like applying myself in this way
0: yeah that actually ties into something that I was thinking about a little prior in our conversation that I didn't share And it has to do with extending the personal capacity. And that's what I feel in relation to my specific situation right now. I feel like that's something that deep within myself, I know is what is occurring. My personal capacity is being expanded. (laughs) And yeah, it's ridiculous because I feel like my last trip extended my personal capacity beyond what I thought was ever possible and now that that new baseline has been reached it feels like immediately it's being pushed again so I just don't know I could really like the human inside of me can get really caught up on what the why or the like what's happening
1: That's major because you knew this, you know, like it came to you earlier and you didn't share it and you just shared now that like, you know, deep within that, that's the true reason as to why what's unfolding is unfolding. Um, And just because you're, you're being invited into this new initiation surely after your last one doesn't mean that after this, you're not going to receive a break or like this new baseline will feel regular, you know, like it's not. (laughs) it reminds me of the fact that it took us years to get to the spa
0: yeah and that's a great highlight a few things you just said is a great highlight because I knew deep during the conversation it came up and I chose to ignore it or not speak on it because I felt that I didn't want to accept that because of the inner human it's like no I don't want my capacity expanding anymore like let me chill and that's why I said I don't know about you but I could always feel like it's time to rest because I feel just my personality type I'm constantly doing something to expand whether it's my knowledge my capacity my emotions I'm always doing that inner work and Because of that, I think, like, that self-exploration and self-healing and all of those different things, different modalities I've learned and put myself through, I overworked my nervous system in that sense, trying to solve a problem that I just needed to allow the moment to solve for me. I went seeking and seeking and seeking, and then now I find myself feeling super tired as if I did all the work of a lifetime in a short amount of time. So... That's a beautiful thing to recognize,
1: and it's to also highlight that we're never given more than what we can handle. It's how we relate to it. Just like how you have transcended your bodily's your body's experience to those moments where you're asked to expand in your capacity, like you've transcended that, and now it's not to to. Diminish what you feel about like that. It's always time to rest. Is being honest if that's still true to like who you are right now, or is it like a lingering feeling of the concept of not wanting to deal?
0: Yeah, when you were saying that, I can recognize that 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 can be an old story. Just like um, my health journey, that's something that I've been really sitting with, where. I can start creating the symptoms in my mind of past experiences. Let's say I'm in a really crowded place. I can start telling myself, oh, in the past, when you were in crowds, you would get anxious and you would this and your heart would do this. So then I'm like, okay, this is a story. Like, why am I repeating it? And it can be the same thing with this concept. No, I'm not tired. I don't need to rest. I have so much energy. But because I have attached to that, oh, I've done so much work, I just want to chill, I allow that to surface.
1: Yes, and it's crazy because it also reminds me of what we shared in the past about how, like, we're receiving so many answered prayers, just not in the way that we had planned to receive them. Um, so I think that's really funny because it's like, we're asking for like, yes, I just want to be a being of love. Like, let me be it. But it's not until we experience the opposite of that, where we're invited to really live out this loving way of life that we really want to be living.
0: Yeah. And it's through all of these different experiences that we then are able to provide our medicine to those that we encounter who are looking for that sort of medicine. So. I know on a larger scale, it all serves purpose and it all unfolds the way that it is meant to, but moments where I don't want to deal, I can convince myself of others' reasons and ask questions to try to remove myself from the situation, which is, it's okay to do that if I need to, but it's ultimately preventing or pausing growth that's inevitable
1: yeah and it's okay if you need to if that's your truth but there's a difference of it being like your real truth and it being an old story or something that you're trying to like convince yourself is real when it isn't um and what you said was really important about how all of these life experiences just better prepare us to be of service in the way that we're meant to be of service And this is something that I feel we know deeply within ourselves because we've had this conversation about, um, like, how many times we have thought about, like, creating something to teach it. And we revert back to, no, we want to live it out more. This is it. And it also reminds me of, like, the dream that I had recently and the dream that you had about, like, we had this retreat that we had no, (laughs) no, you know, like, no layout and like so many things actually because from what was shared um about that dream of no layout during a retreat um that unfolded in your life that's been unfolding in my life you know like it's really monumental this new way and i feel It's through us living it out in this way is part of paving the new way that we can then offer guidance in helping others lead their life in this way. Like everything that's important, all the magic, everything we need to be concerned with is all literally in the present. And I feel that's such a grand concept and it requires having these conversations, conversations. being curious about our point of view on our experiences in the moment, Um, having self-awareness. I don't know if I said that already. But all of those things are what help receive what the moment is here to offer us. It's just so crazy. (laughs) It's so deep. Like, it's wild to think that everything that we've ever needed is literally right here. And there's nothing to be concerned about in the past or in the future that isn't being brought up right here in this moment.
0: Yeah, it's really acknowledging and honoring the past because the past is what allowed you to be in the present and not creating unnecessary problems for the future that aren't arising in this very moment. So it's really staying balanced between those three different worlds that are happening simultaneously. And I think something that's really helpful to point out is the pace and the speed in which you arrive to this awareness. Because, like I mentioned, me seeking and seeking, just trying to arrive at a destination of peace I overwork my nervous system and I cause myself to create stories or feelings or of exhaustion. And I trust that that happened the way it was supposed to, you know, especially even for this conversation, I can speak on it and really from my heart give advice or guidance that we don't need to do that. We need to move away from that self-help culture and really start honing in on this present moment and allowing the magic and the medicine of the present moment to unfold without us doing. We just need to simply be in this present moment. Once you relinquish that concept that you have to do, you enter the state of flow, you enter the state of being. And that's it. It's simple.
1: It is simple, especially because we can relate to it. But how does someone who hasn't had these experience relate to the concept of like, we don't have to do, we just have to be in here and the now?
0: It has to do with so many things that we've spoken on in so many different episodes. I think the concept of surrendering in to the unknown, trusting the unknown, really letting go of your need to control, because for me, that was my thing, you know, that I had to work through. I had to let go of control, trying to control the outcome of everything, trying to control the amount of peace I experienced, because in seeking so much peace, I created so much disruption, you know, so it's just a lesson, it's part of the journey of life, I think that everybody experiences the journey in the ways that they're meant to. But I wanted to highlight there's no end goal. You don't need to rush. You don't need to solve all these problems. You don't need to even this, like trying to get to the level of awareness, to understand the concept or trying to surrender and trust. There's no race. It's you against you. The quicker you do it, will you be rewarded? Yeah, I guess. But it's always going to be in the divine time that you were meant to experience it. So just trusting in that. That part, literally, there's nowhere to be but right here. It reminds
1: me of what I have shared in a past episode of like, where are we rushing to? (laughs) There's nowhere to be. (laughs) We're doing it already. (laughs) It's here.
0: Yeah, and all of these external circumstances that are created as part of our journey, we need to recognize that they're just that. They're external. They are not us. We are not them. We are a part of it but we are not attached to it. It doesn't define us. It doesn't make us up. So if there's something in your reality that you don't like, it's there because you created it. You allowed it to be there. Just change it. And I think that concept allows us to enter that state of being more because there's less undoing and doing to have to take place.
1: Yeah. And sometimes changing it is not a matter of changing The setting in which you're in but the perspective of the setting in which you're in
0: yes and paying attention to the things you speak on about your circumstance because I hear people all the time like saying oh I hate my job I hate my life I hate this I hate that and that's the energy that you're attaching to your circumstance so now when you enter your job that you're claiming you hate you're going to have such heavy energy everything that's presented to you is going to be on that frequency maybe you don't love your job so you don't have to lie and say oh I love my job but you can say you know what I'm grateful I have this job and allow that gratitude to bring you a change or bring you more of what you actually do love
1: yes the visual I get is someone who has a rope tied to their ankle with a anchor at the other end of the rope and they're like drowning in the ocean with like this hate that they feel so they're always in that feeling of like having no air feeling like at a loss of um, placement on the ground they're just like constantly sinking versus someone who's like being uplifted by a balloon above the ocean, seeing a, a higher point of view of their experience because they're in gratitude for the resources that this job that may not be ideal to them is providing them like food, shelter, the ability to buy gifts or have experiences. Um, it really perspective is really everything. And it's through our perspective that we can be the magician of our life and have our external reality match more of what we desire. And even when that happens and something else happens that may not be what we think we desire is unideal, we can then practice that um, perspective and help us, um, like, raise out of that experience.
0: Yes, and that's exactly what I'm experiencing right now. And although I have the awareness, I'm still having the internal dialogue going back and forth, but It really just comes down to shifting the perspective and asking the questions, the whys, the why nots, and finding the truth. I think ultimately that's what it is in any moment, really connecting with the truth and your intention. And from there, everything will be a breeze.
1: Yeah, being honest, like radically honest. And sometimes that's difficult because of how interwoven the stories are within our being that it's really challenging to recognize them for that so it's really beneficial to have like someone to reflect it back to you Um, but i know that it's not something that everyone has and what i have found in moments where i'm just reflecting with myself journaling i journal long enough i receive a message through what i'm writing and a perspective i didn't have initially when i was writing um surfaces
0: Yeah, it reminds me of a journaling technique that um, was shared with us in terms of like connecting with higher guidance or angels, you can journal, it was from Cheryl Simpson, the one who made the angel, the lady who made the angel book, Um, you can ask a question or even rate the question, and then, you know, like tune out of the thinking mind and just allow your hand to write, And then you'll be really surprised by the answer that comes forward. And I have tried that a few times, and it's definitely really helpful. So I want to share that. Like if anybody doesn't feel that they have a support system or somebody to reflect, you can always pick up, you know, the line to the other world that's always available for us. Yes, 1000%.
1: And for the person who is skeptical of that, of even just like being capable of something like that, although we all are, um, the example I gave about the journal prompt came from the journal of journaling and receiving the message came from um, writing out the journal prompts that I did with, that we both did from the Inner Child Healing Workshop. I found myself having revelations. The more I wrote about the story that was playing in my mind as to whatever it is that I was experiencing um, relating to my parents, I ended up receiving like light bulb moments. As I wrote, I realized and recognized like where the story that I was telling myself wasn't supportive to anybody, including myself.
0: Yes, shout out to the hood healer, Amani Cohen, A1. You know, that inner child's workshop on OnlyFans is life changing. But what I took away from when I was doing it myself, you really have to release the control of the story and the narrative that you have spinning in your own mind. You can't be fooling yourself answering these journal prompts. You have to be honest and you have to be acting in integrity with yourself don't lie to yourself, don't kid yourself, because you're not going to do anything for yourself with that kind of motive. You have to be brutally honest and allow whatever's meant and deep within you, whatever's been stored to flow with the pen. Oof. Yes, that honesty, baby, it all comes back to that.
1: And if someone like I feel it's also important If someone's having a conversation with someone like you and I are having right now and like you arrived into this conversation sharing your experience and I'm just like reflecting back what comes to mind based off what you're sharing that requires an openness, you know, a willingness to hear a different perspective than the one that you're experiencing. And that's essential when having conscious conversations or conversations where we're seeking um, to change our experience there's a difference between venting and complaining like we recently discussed and that's really important in um living a growth um living a life that's inspired by growth Um, we have to be receptive and willing to um see things differently than we have been
0: yeah and recognizing when somebody's sharing something with you and it might trigger you what is living within that trigger so
1: yes i love it and everyone has a message for us so sometimes it's important to not discount the message simply because of the messenger
0: thank you for listening continue flowing in your own space by simply being if this resonated with you and you feel called please be sure to follow us like and share until next time wherever you go
1: give yourself Space, Space to flow. To flow. <laughs> oh, out, out, family. <laughs> oh, that was really good. I'm glad you shouted her out. We haven't like mentioned not even like come to mind. So I'm glad you shouted out the hood healer.
0: Yes, because I feel that was one of the major catalysts for all of these life experiences that have been unfolding for me ever since I let go so much. Not even let it go, ever since I recognized all the pain or stories that I was holding from childhood through her inner child healing workshop, I released so much. And then that's when my capacity began to. Expand, so yeah, I'm grateful. She 100%. deserves, you know, that praise for that workshop because
1: yeah, it's amazing. Yes, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for like all of us. I really want to acknowledge our growth. <laughs> yes, exactly. You we- see these inches. <laughs> That's how far we've grown. <laughs> <laughs> we
0: have come so far. Like, it's important okay, to baby. recognize. Hey, baby, 2020, I had a bob. Now look at me. Here's at my butt.
1: <laughs>
0: that was good.
1: Oh, my God. But, goodness. yeah, no,
0: I'm I'm joking, but obviously it's serious. Da, da, da. We have grown. It's beautiful to see the growth in every moment. That's a fact.
1: That's a fact. It really is beautiful to see. Yeah. Like, so far, <laughs> you know, we've come so fucking far. I can't, like, I don't have all of the different... um. Like, points along the way. But I know. <laughs>
0: That's why it's so important to log it. I mean, it's not so important because I really find myself trying to retract and think, of, okay, what was the lesson I learned? But it's such a fleeing moment that I'm like, I'm in the present. You know, that was yesterday's problem. I don't care. But I do want to be able to reflect and be like, wow, life has taught me X, Y, Z.
1: yeah. I think that's just like human pleasure, but it's yeah. something that feels like it has great sentimental value um, and it's not 100% necessary because we hold it within ourselves just in our way of being in this present moment always. Yeah. it's
0: always carried with you. What you said is human pleasure. It definitely is. It's a marker of growth for the linear mind. Yeah, exactly.
1: That's a good breakdown of that. Because, yeah, I mean, I'm really not, like, it's whatever. If it never gets written down again, it's fine. At least we got the podcast. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Okay, but for real, what am I going to do?
1: Wait, what are you talking about? Yo, we did not. Yo, you sound like me. Honestly, I feel you. I really do. What am I going to do? This is like the last time.